our PFI Draft Day coverage continues. Uh, Michael Quiconnell digging. And we've got the NFL Draft coming up. We're, we're delighted to welcome this guy for a lot of fans, uh, NFL fans in Ireland or ball fans in general. And he's no introduction. He's the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, Mr. Jim Nagy. Jim, it is great to speak to you again, man. Uh, how are you doing? You good? I'm great, man. I'm great. We're, uh, you know, it's the end of the it's the end of the process. So here we are, man. I'm uh, I'm as excited to see where these guys are going as I am excited to turn the page and get on to 2024. So, uh, yeah, man. Thank you for having me back on. I'm I'm excited to be on. Thank you, obviously, Jim, for 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 your support and for the Senior Bowl support of the game worldwide. You know, it's 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 fantastic. Genuinely to see that. And the one running, it's not a running joke now, but I think, you know, we, we, we say the draft starts in Mobile and I keep saying every year that I have to get to Mobile. And I was going to say this off camera, but I was, uh, I flew from Dublin to New York the week before the Super Bowl to go to Phoenix. Um, and I got a JetBlue flight from JFK, NFL Network on it. And the Senior Bowl was on. I was like, man, I need to get to the Senior Bowl. But Jim, it, it looked... <laughs> It looks so good, and it was it, my my flight was delayed. I got to watch the whole game, Jim. I have to say, <laughs> I uh, I was blown away by how, how like not how good it was, but how much of a spectacle it was at that point of the season. Did you find this year that it just took a different level? Because it seemed like that to me just watching it. It uh, yeah, that's really that's really cool. We do we have to get you down here. Um, I I do feel like it's building on itself. Um, there's no doubt about that. I think the. Uh, you know, the last five years on social media has helped. Uh, I've said this over and over again. I mean, the Senior Bowl has this great, rich history. So um, it's been a great game for a long, long time. It just uh, maybe wasn't marketed um, to its fullest extent, I would say, maybe. And, and using social media has done that. And, and uh, you know, I, I said it at the press conference during Senior Bowl. We, we went from 40 million impressions the first year on social media in 2018 to over 400 million last year. Um, so it's, it's, it, we're growing it. Um, and it does seem to kind of be stacking. And then, and then at the new venue, the new stadium, I think adds some life to the event as well. Um, we are in an old historic, uh, basically like an 80 year old stadium. Um, and a lot of great players and great games have been played there. Um, but this new state of the art stadium, I think has taken the event to a different level. Um, you know, I just wanted to ask, you know, me and Michael, we're both Broncos fans. So we kind of saw, you know, two years ago with uh, Quinn Miners, you know, him going to the senior bowl, coming from a D3 school in Wisconsin, Whitewater. And, you know, the Pro Bowl is really this kind of melting pot for all levels of kind of players, all levels of seniors, really. And, you know, just how important do you think that the senior bowl is for both the players, but also the front offices as well? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you bring up Quinn. I mean, it's big for all the small school guys. It really is. Um, it's big for the big school players as well, just because it's, it's good against good or great against great. Um, I mean, even if you play in the big 10 conference or the sec, you know, one of for all the bigger programs, uh, I mean, week in and week out, you might not be playing against NFL players. So, uh, it's just a great platform, but for the small school guys, it's truly a proving ground. Uh, yeah, for the NFL teams, it's really their first, um, opportunity to get face to face with these players. So that's why we say the draft starts in mobile because, you know, these, these teams are all going through the schools during the fall and they're talking to coaches and talking to different people in, in these, at, at the universities uh, about these players, but mobile is really the first chance where they get to sit face to face and, 
And rather than hearing a player's story from other people, they get to hear it firsthand from the player the player themselves. So, uh, and then they go to the combine and they have pro days and, and here we are draft weekend. That's, you know, the entire process, but mobile is the first step. So it's, it's big for the teams. Absolutely. And I've seen, you know, just from on social media, Jim, different GMs, just very, very positive about the whole experience and seeing certain players that I like, you know, obviously being on the other side of the world, it's hard to watch college as religiously as the NFL and <laughs> seeing guys like, is it Bar- Baron Young from Tennessee making a such a splash with scouts and, and, and just the social media? How much did Byron Young impress you guys at the, at the senior bowl this year? Uh, yeah, we had two Byron Youngs actually. So the Tennessee, but we had a, we had a Tennessee Byron Young and then an Alabama Byron Young. Uh, they're very different players, but the Tennessee Byron Young, uh, yeah, he had a great week. He's, he, he's a very good athlete. You saw that in the practices. He, he's got, uh, you know, quite a bit of pass rush upside and, uh, you know, then he leaves here and goes to the combine and completely blows that out for a guy that's, you know, 250 pounds right in that range to run four, four, three in the 40 yard dash was was pretty remarkable 11 foot broad jump um so to me you know he's a little bit of an older prospect because if, if you know if you don't know a lot about his background he didn't get any opportunities out of high school so he went and worked for a year and a half uh worked in a in a store that we have over here in the states called dollar general i don't know if you have those over there in ireland um but it's it's a like a grocery store where you can go and just buy normal house goods um and then, and then he went to a junior college where, you know, really low level of football over here in America and before he got his chance to go to Tennessee. So really had a, really had a hard path um, to get to where he's got right now. But yeah, he had a good week. He had a good week here in Mobile. And, and again, like a lot of pass rushers, um, this week kind of sets up well for those guys. Yeah, I mean, talking about him, you know, I wanted to ask your opinion because you, you know, before you've obviously taken up this role as the, you know, director of the senior bowl, you were an NFL scout for about 20 years and, you know, you won Super Bowls with your organizations and everything. And I just wanted to know, what do you think, you know, makes a great college player, you know, turn into a great NFL player and kind of vice versa, really? Yeah. You know, if we're, if we're just talking broadly about around all the positions, um, it sounds simple, but it, but it's really just the love of the game. I mean, I mean, I always say this when you talk about the talent level um, in the NFL, I mean, I think it's like 80% of the league is all kind of the same guy. You know, there's 10% at the top that are your, are your great ones. The all pro guys. Um, I think there, there, there's kind of a upper echelon of guys that just talent wise are better. Um, And then the 80 in between, and then there's a 10%, uh, you know, at the bottom that are, you know, on practice squads and trying to break through and make it. But, uh, you know, what separates that 80% in the middle, that, that, that big majority is, is just the, you know, the competitiveness and the work ethic and, and the work ethic comes from a passion for football. And, and really that's what this whole process right now is about for these 32 teams is identifying those guys. Um, so that's why the senior bowl is important. Um, that's why the combine is important. These teams want to see guys compete down here one-on-one in our drills. And then they want to see what guys go to the combine and perform and do everything. You know, some guys opt out of certain things that they might not be quite as good at some of the physical testing. They'll, you know, some guys are sitting some of that stuff out and the teams are, teams are making notes on that. Um, Teams want to get guys that will compete at every, every chance. Um, And and so that's what they're, to me, again, we could go on and on about what truly separates guys, but I, I really think it comes down to the passion for football. 
it's, it's great for us and that's a superb answer Jim like it's the passion it's the experience and, and we're very fortunate over here now that we get the opportunity to see a college game here we had Northwestern Nebraska last year obviously Peter Skronsky hopefully being drafted in Thursday Notre Dame this year and uh, Georgia Tech against Florida State next year so uh, that and hopefully we'll get over to the Senior Bowl as well it's 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 a great time internationally and mm-hmm. um, you know looking at the, the crop of wide receivers going into Thursday night it's it's hard to pick standout ones. Obviously, there are ones potentially with more upside than others, but I've been really intrigued to see um, a guy like MSU's Jaden Reed and, and just a guy that, for me, and this is why I, I really enjoy this, well, I wouldn't have seen much of him, and suddenly it starts to really spark up. And this is a guy that we could see maybe potentially go maybe early to mid-Friday, uh, hopefully Friday anyway, and and, and go quite highly. I, I, you can see a team like, for example, like the Colts going after a guy wh- where they have a need and they're going for the best player available at that time. Yeah, Jaden, uh, you know, Michigan State didn't have a great year on the field. And sometimes, you know, a team performance can really hurt a player because um, usually that signals that they don't have a lot of NFL prospects if they're not winning a lot of college games. Um, that's why you see Alabama win so many games. They have NFL players every year, but, uh, Michigan state had a little bit of a down year. Um, Jaden was banged up a little bit. The quarterback there, Peyton Thorne was banged up a little bit. Um, so they didn't throw the ball great. And, uh, you go back to his junior year, Jaden had a monster year. He had a thousand yard season. And, and I think the senior bowl was big for him. He got voted uh, wide receiver of the week down here by the defensive backs on his team voted for him as the wide receiver. We have the guys that, that really compete against each other, vote on each other. So offensive line votes on defensive line and vice versa, defensive backs against wide receivers. They vote on each other. Um, he's quick. He's fast. He's dynamic with the ball. He has return skills. He can return punts. He can return kicks. Um, he can play inside. He can play outside. So a lot of versatility at wide receiver and, yeah, he's a guy that, that uh, you know, you don't see, you didn't see a ton on through the process, but I, I'm with you. I think he's going to go somewhere on Friday night on day two, um, you know, could, could sneak into the second round there. And, and he's certainly not getting out of the third. Uh, I've spoken to too many teams right now that, that uh, I know, I know pretty confidently that he won't get out of the third round. You know, and you know, you're talking about him and you're talking about, you know, a lot of these great players who were at the, the, the senior bowl. And is there anyone that you saw either at the time or you've kind of gone back and watched their tape and be like, this guy is way better than what people have him graded as or what, you know, what he's kind of going in and around in a lot of mock drafts uh, right now. Yeah, for sure. And there's guys that were, were showed up here better than I, than I thought they were. Uh, you know, you watch guys on tape and then you get them down here and, and you see them live for a week and you just come away with a little bit different impression. I think, uh, you know, I think John Michael Schmitz, uh, the center from Minnesota, who will probably be a top 50 pick, might go at the end of the first round, but but safely probably early in the second round. Um, John Michael is stronger than I gave him credit for watching him down here. Uh, a receiver like Michael Wilson from Stanford is a guy that I thought was kind of just a a really nice possession receiver, um, like a high intangibles player, team captain type player, um, but is, you know, more of a playmaker than I gave him credit for. I mean, he didn't, he ran low four fives at the combine and, but, you know, down here in pads, he got deep on everybody he went against. Um, so I think that he's one of those guys that kind of plays faster than maybe he times in a 40 yard dash and, and had a really good week. And, um, you know, we could really go up and down the roster, but those are a couple guys off the top of my head that, that really come down here and Will Mallory. That's another one um, up, you know, just kind of popped in my head tight end for Miami uh, who ran the fastest time at the combine for the tight end position. Um, you're still not seeing, even after that great 40 time, you're not seeing a ton of stuff 
uh, about Will going in the top 100 picks and, and, you know, going back and looking at the tape myself, like I think he belongs in that conversation. I think he's going to be a really good player in the league for a long time. And, and Will certainly showed up probably a little better than I, I, I thought he would before he came down here. I can imagine you, Jim, sitting on Friday and Saturday with the popcorn. Just, 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 just ready to go. Uh, actually, going back uh, on that Northwestern Nebraska game, the, the, the two guys I spoke to after the game, Northwestern, Ryan Holinsky and, and Evan Hall, I have to say I was impressed by both of them. But Evan Hall on that day had a great game. I know it wasn't a fantastic season for Northwestern, but he he made a splash in in your game in February. I mean, that, that guy's got a lot of potential, man. I was so impressed to see how he played at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, uh, Evan Hall. So that's that's a funny story. So they were playing over there, uh, you know, in your backyard. And I was actually at a game over here in, in Alabama, um, a small school game. I want to say it was like a couple of really small schools you've probably never heard of. Um, Stephen F. Austin and Jacksonville State, I believe, were the two teams playing that day. Uh, and I get a text. My phone buzzes and I look down and it's a text from Jermaine Johnson, who was in our senior bowl last year was a first round pick of the New York Jets. Um, and he's, and he's like, Jim, my soon to be brother-in-law is balling for Northwestern right now. And I text him I'm like, who is that? Who are you talking about? Uh, he said the, the Northwestern running back, Evan Hall. It's my, it's my fiance of my sister. Um, keep an eye on him for the senior bowl. Like watch him this year. And, and, uh, and so that was kind of, you know, obviously got him on the radar and Evan was a junior. So Evan was a junior. He graduated early in December, which allowed him to play in the senior bowl, made him eligible to play in the senior bowl. So uh, he was really off the radar until that day. I'll give Jermaine credit. He kind of put, he kind of put Evan Hall on the radar. And like you said, he had a great senior bowl game, uh, had 77 yards, I think on 10 or 11 carries. So um, average seven yards a carry, which is, is really good. And uh, we, we invited him here. I, I love what he does in the passing game. You throw him the ball. He's really good in the pass game. So, um, I think Evan, and he's had a good spring. He tested well, had a good combine, ran fast, good pro day. Um, I think Evan's probably going to come off in that fifth or sixth round range. Uh, but he's going to be a guy that plays for a long time at the next level just because he can play on every down and um, a really high character guy, too. You, I, you mentioned you talked to him, and so you probably you probably felt that. Um, you know, so, no, we're excited for Evan. And then just a little background on how he ended up here uh, was because of Jermaine. Uh, and, you know, I, there's one guy who I, I have to ask your opinion on him because the minute I saw his face, you know, I just couldn't stop thinking about him. And this is Cody Mauk or Cody Mock. And I just need to know your opinion on this guy because, you know, his his story, for one, is amazing. And then number two, I mean, just his appearance is really what makes him stick in the <laughs> center of your mind. Yeah, I mean, he he looks like an old school like Viking back and then he's got the long flowing red locks and he's got his two front teeth got knocked out in a basketball game when he was a little kid. Um, you know, he's from the middle of the United States um, up in the up in North Dakota. Uh, and I went up there uh, to North Dakota State and actually gave Cody his invite there on campus this fall. He was one of the small school players we did that with. We, we pick a handful of guys every year and fly there and give them their invites. And uh, I got talking to Cody that day. His, his, he got, he grew up on a farm. Uh, I think he's got like eight or nine siblings. He's from a big family, big farming family. Um, so yeah, he's got a, he's a really cool kid. And, and well, I think what gets lost in the appearance is just what a good, great athlete Cody is. He's a great athlete. Uh, I think he's the only position. He's the only offensive lineman in this draft that can play all five positions on the offensive line. Um, he'd never played center before he came to Mobile. He did that during our week and really, really looked good doing it. 
I actually was on the phone with it with an NFL team this morning talking about Cody playing center and they think that's going to be his best NFL position. So um, yeah, great, great dude. Would love to have him on your team. He'll be a fan favorite wherever he ends up um, just because of one, the appearance, but two, the personality he's got a He's got a personality to kind of match the match the appearance and, uh, and, he, and he's going to be a dang good football player. I think the, I think the guy's going to make pro bowls uh, once he gets into the NFL. So yeah, one of, one of my favorite players in this year's draft. I can think of 255 million reasons not to ask this question. By seeing your tweet about Jalen Hurts, did somebody actually ask back in the day, will you be practicing at running back this week in a press yeah. with Jalen Hurts? That's incredible <laughs> right. now to look back on, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, three short years ago, here we were. And, and uh, yeah, someone asked in the press conference, you know, Jim, are, what are the plans for Jalen Hurts? Are you going to play him at running back or, or another position? <laughs> I said, absolutely not. Um, and I saw some old video this week. Someone pulled up the video of Jalen being asked that too. So uh, yeah, it's crazy um, that here we are. And I'm just happy for Jalen. To me, it shows what, what hard work will do. Um, because there were, there were some doubters. I mean, not everyone thought that he could be a quarterback in the NFL. I certainly thought he did. I thought he was going to be, you know, I compared him to Dak Prescott when he was down here. I thought he could have a Dak Prescott type career and, and Dak's great. Don't get me wrong. We put him in our senior bowl hall of fame last summer. Um, but, but Jalen right now is, is really kind of surpassed Dak in the sense that he got his team to a Super Bowl already. So, um, sky's the limit, man. I mean, he's already, outperformed everybody's expectations and uh you can't put a ceiling on a guy that works as hard as Jalen does yeah and you know you, you just mentioned actually the hall of fame there and I wanted to bring up you know that you know the the it the senior bowl sorry is you know has so many great players that have come through through the years and you know this year Clay Matthews is going to be inducted along with you know a, a shed load of other players and I just want you to <laughs> talk about not only how important the game is like for those guys back in the day, but how it's still continuing to be as important as it is. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen some things on social media. People ask like, well, why would the senior bowl hall have a hall of fame? Uh, it's just to highlight the game's history. You know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity to, to shine a spotlight on the players that have come to mobile and, and played the game. And even when I called clay, clay was like, he was like, Jim, I'm honored. He's like, but what is this for the two tackles that I had in the senior bowl game? Said so, no, that's not it. It's it's more about the 91 sacks you had in the NFL. So uh, excited to get Clay back here, man. I mean, he was he was kind of one of the faces of the NFL for a, a good stretch there in his career in Green Bay. Over here in the states, he was he was on a lot of television commercials and uh, was in movies. And he's he's kind of you know kind of a Hollywood guy, but uh, but he'll have a lot of fun down here. And we're we're looking forward to getting him over here playing some golf. He's already told me he's not a very good golfer. Um, but he's like, do you mind if I just like drink some beer and, and ride around the golf cart and play with the guys? I said, yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's what half the guys do anyway. Half the guys that play in the golf tournament are great golfers. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to get clay down here in the rest of the class. Great class this year. So excited about that event, uh, here in a couple of months, we're getting ready for it right now. Uh, last one for me, Jim, obviously yes. crazy time of the year, right? And so much prep, so many decisions go into split decision moments. Uh, like you, you were a long time scout in Seattle. What is it like in that moment when it's all on the line and suddenly all of that just comes to, just comes to the table and you have to make split second decisions. It, it must be an incredible experience to be part of a team when they're, you know, picking their path down the road. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to be the guy pick, making the picks. Uh, maybe someday, I hope. Um, 
but no, it's just, it's an incredible to be a part of something kind of, you know, bigger than yourself, you know, kind of the team effort, the collaborative group effort um, is incredible. I mean, that's, this is, this is the one time of the year that I really miss working in the NFL. I get asked that a lot. Do you miss it? And, and for about 11 months out of the year, I, I really don't, I really enjoy what I, I do here at the senior bowl. Um, love my job, but uh, this April, the lead up to the draft, these April draft meetings where you're really getting into the strategy of, of where we're going to, who we're going to pick where and, and what combinations of players and trade up and trade down scenarios. I mean, that's really the fun stuff. And um, just to be on the clock and the anticipation and, you know, kind of waiting it out. You, you, there's a player, maybe you want your team to select and, and you're just crossing your fingers that he doesn't go, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, fans do the same thing. I mean, fans have, have players earmarked that they want their team to pick. And, and uh, so, yeah, man, I miss, I miss those times. It's a lot of fun. Um and it's fun right now talking to the guy, you know, friends around the league, they're all, they're all getting ready. And this is, this is kind of the calm before the storm. You're just sitting around like a lot of nervous eating, a lot of nervous workouts. I think there's like guys are getting more workouts in this week than any week of the year. Guys are getting two or three workouts in a day just to like work off the anxious, the, you know, the anxiety and the nervous energy. So um, yeah, certainly a really fun time. Yeah. And I guess just the final question for me as well would be, you know, the, the draft day is, just such an important day for for players and front offices and everything but you know as a scout like does it make you feel happy and does it make other scouts feel happy when you know you present a guy to the to the table to the floor and they end up picking that guy and you're like wow like my hard work played off and you get to see him go to the next level play in the nfl yeah it yeah it it certainly does yeah no i i understand the question it certainly does and i think i think where if you know when, when they pick quote unquote your player from your part of the country that that you scout it's not about like a personal pride thing it's more like you have conviction the player can help you win super bowls right like i mean that's when you get excited is when you get guys on your team that you feel good that that are going to help you hoist a lombardi trophy someday so i mean to me that's where it's not about oh they got my guy it's about no i put in all this work i feel convicted about it and that's what it's, that's all a scout's job is to do. I mean, you work really a 12 month calendar year. I mean, they'll get done with this year's draft and they're moving on to 2024, you know, a week from now. So you work an entire year to get to draft weekend and you put in all that work and all you can do, all you owe your general manager and your owner and your head coach is to have conviction on a player one way or another. Do you want this player to be a Seahawk or a 49er or a Patriot or, or don't you? Um, and when you get to the point, yes, I want him to be on this football team. It's because you think he can help you win championships. So, so that's where you get really excited. I, I'm getting long winded on you here, but um, you know, and there's some times where, where it, maybe you'll go an entire draft class and they don't pick a single player um, that you, that you scouted that fall. And that's okay too, um, because you've done your job. Maybe, maybe, you know, you didn't draft a player. Uh, maybe you had a stance that's opposite the league and you really, didn't like a player that maybe the rest of the league is higher on. So your team didn't pick them and you avoided a bust, you know, you help your, you helped your team avoid a bust player. So um, that isn't going to pan out. So um, it's a collaborative effort. And once the players pick, man, you got to be on board with, with the GM's pick and you got to be excited one way or the other. Uh, you got to rally around that GM. He's the one that's putting his name on the line and put his, putting his reputation out there and making the pick. So I certainly, I certainly appreciate the gravity of that, of that job too, but um, yeah, man, it's all about just finding guys that can help you win Super Bowls. And folks, for anyone listening to this or watching this, if you're going to Vegas next year for the Super Bowl, find out from Dublin or London, 
get over to Mobile, Alabama on the 3rd of February. You can fly in there and then spend a week in Vegas, Senior Bowl. And um, if you haven't seen it, it is on NFL Network over here as well. It's it's a fantastic game, but more so to build it that week also. Jim, we recently launched a college podcast. It's it's a pleasure to have you on. You're welcome on any time, my man. And uh, wish you all the very, very best over the next few months as you plan for, I'm sure, what will be a great spectacle in 2024. And, you know, more importantly, you know, at the moment, enjoy the draft this weekend. Put the feet up and, and relax and watch <laughs> all the hard work come to fruition. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hey, I'd love to come on and talk on the college stuff. We're, we are already looking at 2024 players. So uh, this office has moved on already. So if you want to come on, if you want to get me on anytime in the summer or the fall, I'd be happy to come back on. Love coming around with you guys. 